If it takes forever, I will wait for you for a thousand summers. I will wait for you till you're back beside me, till I'm holding you, till I hear you sigh here in my arms. Anywhere you wander, Chair Goodman, Commissioner Aguilar, Present. Commissioner Drake, Present. All right. Um, at this time, is there any public comment? If there are any members of the public wishing to speak to any item, please use the raise your hand icon and I will call on you. Chair Goodman, I see no public comment. Alrighty, seeing none, we'll move on to item A1, the consent calendar. Um, can I have a motion to approve the minutes of our Monday, February 6th meeting? I'll make that motion to approve the minutes of the Monday, February 6th meeting. I'll second the motion. Chair Goodman? Aye. Commissioner Aguilar? Aye. Commissioner Drake? Aye. All right, motion passes. And we'll move on to item B1, our director's report. Hey, good evening. 
My report concerns the month of January. We held 18 youth programs, which attracted 1,076 children and parents. This number is high due to the Winter Reading Club. There were also 11 adult programs held with a total of 213 people in attendance. Tech tutoring continues to be popular. Staff or volunteers help patrons one-on-one -on -one with computing and telephone issues, usually right after the holiday when um, particularly older moms and dads have received tablets or other devices for the holidays. They need someone to show them how to use them, so the library is a big help in that. The monthly in-person mystery book club continues to attract a loyal group of readers. If you enjoy mysteries, this is the club for you. And Ice in Paradise continues to offer a free skating session to GVL card holders each month. The library had 12,668 visitors and the book van had 291 visitors. We are noticing a drop with the cold weather. We checked out a total of 34,323 items. We're uh, halfway through the year now, and we are already well in track to double the um, circulation for last year. We made a total of 345 new library cards, and the book van staff created 23 new cards. Our 27 adult volunteers worked a total of 267 hours. We wouldn't know what to do without our volunteers. There were 1,794 computer sessions, both adult internet and children's game computers. The children's computers have uh, preloaded educational games for preschoolers and school-aged children. 1,834 people used our wireless access to the internet. And the book fan handed out 176 honor system paperbacks, while the library loaned 581 of them. I have prepared a calendar of weekly, monthly, and specific calendar date responsibilities of the library director for my successor that is appended to this report. At the March 7th, 2023 meeting of the Goleta City Council, the following policies are up for approval the collection development policy, rules of conduct policy. We've revised our library of things borrowers agreement as well. And uh, we are also going to be discussing um, well, we're hoping to discuss our multipurpose room rental policy, but we brought that to you tonight to make sure that you are okay with it. If you wish um, to discuss it beyond tonight, we'll pull it from tomorrow night's meeting and you can discuss it at the next Library Advisory Commission meeting. The second to last California State Library grant report regarding library services in Isla Vista was submitted. The $200,000 attained for the project by Senator Monique Lamone has been fully expended. The city is using county per capita monies to fund the staff and the book van vehicle throughout the rest of the grant year, which ends June 31st, 2023. And these are the statistics thus far for the IB grant project. 
So the van started running October 1st, 2022, and the statistics I'm giving you are from, I'm sorry, 2021. The stats I'm giving you are from October 1st, 2021 through January 31st, 2023. So it's 16 months. We make 11 stops uh, every two weeks. Um, we stop at the Isla Vista Community Center three times a week. So really it's 14 stops every two weeks. We had a total number of visitors to the book van of 5,296, or an average of 331 per month. The total number of seniors who used the book van was 641. The total number of adults using the book van was 1,472, and that includes parents. Total number of children using the book van was 1,212. The total number of college students using the book van is 1,852. So we're really glad we got those numbers up because they were very slow to begin with. And then the total number of teens using the book van is 119. It's important to note that we don't operate the book van in wet weather, on city holidays, or when it's really windy, because then all our materials blow away. Library staff during this time frame created 476 new library cards at the book van, gave away just under 4,000 honor system paperbacks, and handed out 496 take-home craft kits. And that concludes my report for this meeting, except I would like to put up on the screen the library calendar of things to do, which gives you an idea of the important tasks throughout the year for the library director. Just some of the most important things. In November, we submit the state report. We start working on that in September when the portal opens and then it's submitted in November. That's really the most critical thing we do each year. In January, we create a work plan for city council and a budget, which we work on through February and March. We do a two-year budget, so um, we don't have to do that every year. The library director is responsible for ordering adult fiction, nonfiction, and large print for Goleta Solving and Buellton. This takes a fair amount of time. And there's a quarterly county library advisory committee. This is a county library committee um, made up of two county supervisors, representatives for each of the cities that make up Santa Barbara County Library System. And uh, the four were now the five zone directors in um, Santa Barbara now that Carpinteria has its own library. Uh, each director must submit a written report ahead of time to the county uh, secretary. And we, um, I, I attend, I give a report, but the library directors do not have a vote. However, um, our uh, representative, Dave Heimdinger, he does have a vote. So he represents Goleta at that meeting. 
And you can see from the calendar, you know, there are plenty of other things that keep us busy throughout the rest of the year. So that concludes my director's report. Allison, thank you so much for your last library director's report. We will miss hearing them. Um, are there any questions or comments from my fellow commissioners? All right, then, moving on, um, our next agenda item is to receive a report of the multi-purpose rental room policy, room rental policy. Sorry, some technical difficulties. Okay. So in your packet, you have two versions of the Goleta Valley Library multi-purpose room rental policy. The first one is the current policy, which was enacted on June 5th, 2018, right before the library went independent on July 1st. And then the second one is the one that uh, I worked with the city assistant attorney on. It's basically just changed in a, just a few areas where we've had some issues in the past that we wanted to prevent in the future. So I can point those out for you. So if you look at the second one um, on page, sure, that's on the screen actually. And I'll try to highlight. So if you look at um, publicity and flyers, number one, groups who have rented the multipurpose room may post signs regarding their meeting in the multipurpose room only. This is because we have had a group in the past that posted signs like lawn signs outside on library property, which made it look as though the library was endorsing political candidates and that was inappropriate. So we've added that to the policy. And then if you go down to access um, to space, we've added, it used to be that the individual who applies for the rental must be in attendance the entire time, but now we've made it that the individual who applies or a designated individual must be present. On the second page, section nine, we added in the room um, maximum attendance as given to us by the fire department. So at no time should there be any greater than 110 persons attending the event in the multipurpose room. That was not in the policy before. Under public access in the old policy, we had something that we took out. And what we took out was meetings and events must be open to the public with the exception of certain city, county, state, or federal government meetings. 
Doors to the meeting rooms must remain open at all times unless library administration agrees or requests to close the doors to reduce excess sound into the library. Uh, the city attorney did not feel that it was our place to say whether they could have open or closed doors. They were renting the room, and so we took that out. And then finally, I believe under obeying the rules, oops, sorry, section five, this is a new um, requirement, and this again was in reaction to an incident that took place. The group shall not and shall not allow any of its attendees to block any parking spaces or drive aisles and otherwise interfere with traffic circulation in the library parking lot. That was an issue at one of the events that, that was held by someone that was renting the multipurpose room. So those are the changes that we've made. But if you would like to have more time to look at the first policy uh, um, as compared to the second iteration and want to come back at next month and discuss possible changes you might want to suggest as well, um, we're fine with pulling this from tomorrow night's city council meeting agenda. Any thoughts on that from my fellow commissioners? Questions about the policy? Uh, I feel like Allison pointed out the, the differences enough, and I don't have any issue with that if we want to go ahead and accept the changes as they are. Yeah, I'll just comment that I also uh, appreciated the updates. And uh, yeah, I definitely support this updated policy. Um, I, I also I think it's fine to bring it to council tomorrow. Um, can I have a recommendation to um, approve this proposal? It looks like we need, a rec we need to provide the recommendation. So, um, so I'll make a recommendation to present the multi-purpose room rental policy to council. I will second that recommendation. Chair Goodman? Aye. Commissioner Aguilar? Aye. Commissioner Drake? Aye. And I apologize for not bringing that to you last month. Um, I was trying to get the policies before the city council before I left. And I remembered what the other policy, it's sort of an addendum to the collection development policy that you did help me with. Um, it's a policy on library displays. And so it's displays that library staff put out of library materials, protecting them from any sort of censorship uh, attempts or putting a mechanism in place for if there is a complaint, how to handle that. So we are taking that to city council tomorrow night as well with the same um, caveats that are in the collection development policy following the library, um, American Library Association Bill of Rights. Yeah. 
So it's sort of an extension to that, and that's why we didn't bring that to you. So thank you very much. We, I feel really good about leaving the library in good shape with, with updated policies. So thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for taking such good care of um, presenting the policies, explaining them, giving us the opportunity to discuss. We, um, I've certainly learned a lot from you while you have, um, while I've had this opportunity to be on the commission, so thank you. At, at this time, are there any future agenda items? Do I need to call for public comment? Is there any public comment at this time? If there are any members of the public wishing to speak to any item on this agenda, please use the raise your hand icon at this time and I will call on you. Chair Goodman, there are no public speakers. Already at this time now for real are there any future agenda items all right seeing none our meeting is adjourned thank you